people, 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 welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. You already know who it is. Give me one second. I gotta close the door. Hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so because, you know, we got some complainers around here and stuff like that. That's why I can't even record videos um, for another hour. Oh, my God. These people piss me off. Anyways, guys, welcome back. First and foremost, I don't know who it is. But apparently someone in the south of Thailand, I don't know how I got out there, but finally, man, I'm just, it's its interesting. It's very, very interesting looking at some of the statistics because a lot of Thai people just don't listen to me in general. Uh, it was much higher before uh, than it is now, but apparently the biggest city furthest south, there has been a massive spark. So guys, thank you so much out there in Songkla and of course everyone listening to me around the world. Uh, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to inspire you. And today, yes, today, we're going to be talking about influences again. And so here I was uh, in a minivan heading from one place to another place and... It was, uh, oh, as a matter of fact, I remember, I just had a dream last night that I got an email saying that, uh, there's been one, oh my god. Anyways, th- that just popped up in my head. So anyways, Darren Hardy, Chapter 5, Influences. I was writing this in a minivan heading back from, of course, the, the place that I was, um, this past weekend, of course, being around all those wonderful people and whatnot, and there, there were some, uh... Let's just say a mass commun- miscommunications and whatnot, doesn't really matter, but, um... We were, we ended up going, and I was like, you know what? I think I could bang out a lot of blogs right now. So here I was just writing my ass off, and I wrote this chapter in the minivan, and it talks about influences. So Darren Hardy, just like, of course, you got your geographical blueprint, you have this blueprint, you have that blueprint. Um, this is just like, you know, what uh, Lisa Nichols has said. Uh, in her last book, Abundance Now. So, of course, there are three influences, right? You got input, what you feed your mind. Associations, the people you spend time with, and your environment. So, if you look at, of course, the Facebook scrollers, you're feeding your mind with a good amount of head trash, right? And, of course, this head trash is basically things that you have no control over. Kind of like the people who actually respond to the President of the United States. Like, what is the point of all of that? I mean, are you going to change the way he thinks? Absolutely not. So what's the point of even talking about it? It's just like, you know, you know, uh, with all due respect, and I do feel very, and I feel very, very bad uh, about this atrocity. Of course, the Rohingya, this is just next door to where I'm, I am right now. And I am utterly disappointed and I am, and it's just very, very sad. Now, I don't put a lot of emotions into it because I cannot control it, but I'm not going to watch Rohingya freaking YouTube videos every day, making myself feel even worse. I told you guys that there was a Facebook page called I've Seen It All, and whoever runs this page is a piece of garbage because why would you put videos that would make people so sad and feel so down and out? Like, this is the garbage that a lot of people watch. I mean, there was, a man, another one. All these things are coming to my mind right now. There was an Instagram uh, guy that followed me probably within one or two years ago. And I clicked on his page. And this guy had, I don't know how many followers. had to be about 50,000 to 100,000. And all the videos he had were African Americans fighting with each other. Literally. It could be in high school bathrooms. It could be just big, uh, it could be gang related. And I'm like, this is sickening. Like, what people do for money is 
uh, just unbelievable, just appalled me. See, that's called a humanity minus page. So what's a humanity minus page? Something that serves no purpose in pushing humanity forward. It's kind of like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, and all those other ridiculous fast food or whatever, you know, sugary drinks out there. Are they doing anything to help humanity? Hell no. But they're billion and trillion dollar industries, titans, goliaths. So there's no stopping it, right? So if you look at what you feed your mind. Uh, I'm going to give you another story. Of course, there was a girl by the name of Mook. She was one of my very first friends here. She met me at my hotel uh, five years ago, along with her friend Ploy, who now works for Qatar Airways in Doha, Qatar, uh, who I completely blocked to. Um, And you know what? I didn't understand the entire, oh, um, what is it? The entire, you know, the white thing. I didn't understand the white thing. Um, uh, Of course, Thai people loving white men. I didn't understand that. Okay, at the very beginning. Now, I remember there was one time I spent the night at Mook's place, right? She lived in a very, very nice gated community uh, in Bangkok. And I spent the night there. And I remember I went to the gym. When I went to the gym, there was a mother. She was a white Thai. Uh, of course, they, they, were, they weren't Chinese. They just changed their skin tone. Uh, her husband, white Thai, and her son or daughter. I walked in. They saw me. They walked out. So you could call it for what you you could call it for what you see it now. Of course, they weren't getting ready to leave; they were actually in their workout. But when they saw me, they took all their stuff and they left. And so this is when I started realizing I'm like, hey, Mook, you know, there's some things happening around here. Now I was very very early in my tenure here in Thailand, probably within the first five months. And you know what? Then I started realizing over the next two years or whatnot into early 2016. I was like, wait, so I go on Mook's Facebook page, and every time I go on there, there's a picture of her and a blonde hair, blue eye guy. Now, I guess, guys, call it what you want. I mean, no, she doesn't have any black guys. You guys could say, well, maybe there aren't any black people out there, blah, 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 blah. But this would make me very upset. And then I asked her and broke her the question. I said, Mook, do you have any black friends? And she never answered me. And she never even said you. And so... After a while, I just said, you know what? And guys, I'm going to be honest with you. In 2016, very, very early stage when I was doing this podcast and whatnot, uh, I pretty much broke away from her April of that year, uh, of that year, two years ago, basically. And I remember I would go on her page just to see and compare my life to hers because, of course, she's always going somewhere. She's going to Japan. She's going there. She's going this because her parents are very wealthy. Just a year before, I actually met one of her uh, sisters, her sister, who is a wonderful, you know, a wonderful girl. And it's funny because she was like, oh, my God, I love black men or whatever. You know, it, it just what I'm trying to say here is I would feed myself information from her Facebook page to make me feel bad until I broke away from it. And I said, you know what? You guys have blown me off on so many different occasions. Of course, her employee. Uh, there was one time I went all the way to Bangkok, which took, you, you know, takes probably about 35 minutes from where I used to live. Um, only for them to not even show up. Like we were supposed to meet at nine. It was 930. See, I didn't know about, of course, the grace period that I learned about in Dale Carnegie's How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. I didn't I didn't have that uh, put a stop loss on worry. I didn't know about that. But I waited there from I actually got there around 845, 9, nothing, 930, nothing, 10. I said, forget it. See, I should have waited just for 10 minutes. And that was the last time I ever tried to get in contact with him ever. And then I blocked him officially. I want nothing to do with those people because, guys, if you 
Seriously, just compare your lives with other people, especially on Facebook. You're doing it all wrong. So I had to clean up my Facebook page because I recently added some people and whatnot. And I've seen some things and people were sharing videos and I'm like, okay, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And you know what? I got to just... There are some people where I see them and I'm very, very inspired. Like basically this lady that's the CEO of the the place that I work out at. And I like seeing that. But very soon I'm going to hide her from my newsfeed. I'm going to hide a couple other people from my newsfeed. I want only inspirational stuff. I only want like Gary Vee, the Lisa Nichols, the Jack Canfield, the Darren Hardy. I want only that on my Facebook feed. Because you know what? If I read someone else's post and they're like, oh, I'm in Bali. And I'm like, well, I've been to Bali before. Who cares? Or I'm in Kazakhstan. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I no longer compare myself. compare myself to anyone else and this is one of the ultimate killers this is is what you feed your mind you really gotta get over this because if you don't you will fail uh darren hardy of course he wrote in his book he said garbage in garbage out that's input number one right he said if you want your body to run at peak performance you've got to be vigilant about consuming the highest quality nutrients and avoiding tempting junk food if you want your brain to perform at its peak you got to be even more vigilant about what you feed it. Are you feeding it news summaries or mind-numbing sitcoms? Are you reading the tabloids of success? Controlling the input has a direct and measurable impact on your productivity and outcomes. End quote. Now, how can I break this down? Now, of course, you know, <laughs> today, as a matter of fact, at 10 a.m., I got a class at 1045. I'm going to head to it's literally probably a few stops away um but it's basically herbalife i'm gonna go buy some herbalife buy you know some protein bars some protein probably some aloe vera hopefully they have probiotics or something like that i'm gonna go there and buy a couple of things because i ran out of protein and without my herbalife shake in the morning i feel just naked oh i feel naked people but guys yes the food the food content has a super Uh, just has the biggest threshold on you. I'm going to give you a nice example. Don't eat greasy foods in the morning. You need something to just kick your day off really, really well. See, that's why... Okay, I'll give you another example because so many people tune into my blog and read these specific things. I need to start making videos on my Herbalife shakes too. Um, For example, okay, vanilla, one scoop. Cookies and cream, one scoop. I'm not talking about ice cream either. I'm talking about Herbalife. Put a little bit of milk in there, of course, some ice cubes. Then I drop some almonds in there. And then I put some honey organic almonds, which is like granola, right? And then I put my chia seeds, probably one to two scoops, because that really gives me extra protein and it speeds up my digestive system. If I have that in the morning, especially after a workout, I feel on top of the world. I can assure you that. But you know what? I know a lot of Americans, they do not prepare in the morning. And therefore, before they get to work, there is a McDonald's just sitting there. They go grab themselves a nice, greasy, uh, what is it? What is it? Patty. And then after that, of course, they get an egg that's completely genetically altered. And then they get the dough and this and that and the hash brown. And all of that is just packed with all sorts of saturated and trans fat and all that. And guess what? Your performance is going to go down significantly starting off the day. See, when I get into work, I get in running. Like yesterday morning, I was on fire. I literally had two hours, right? So I woke up, uh, of course, took my pre-workout. And that's kind of like my caffeine booster. And then I went to the gym, probably about 25 minutes. That's all I could get in. Now, today is going to be the hard day. And it's probably going to be hell. Um, And after that, 
I came here. I did my live podcast. After that, I did my video, my video interview for this part-time job. Um, just so I have some things to, you know, because yeah, that's a long story. Um, and then after that, I had to head off. I made all my podcast art for the next probably week. Um, I responded, I posted on Instagram, I did this. See, that's the most beautiful part, man. I'm telling you, when I commute to work, it takes about an hour to hour and 20 minutes. A lot of you are like, that's very long. But you know what? During that, I guess you could say, quote unquote, downtime is my performance time. That's when I get so much done. All the messages, all the emails, all the everything. Because when I get to work, then whatever I couldn't do on my MacBook, I do. I put the phone over there in the corner of the room to charge it, and then I am on my peak performance. I'm focusing on the core. So, anyways, that's just basically what, uh, that's just a nice little rundown of what my habits and everything is. And I actually wrote a blog. I think that one's coming out on Thursday. I scheduled two of them, one for today and one for Thursday. So, yeah, I think it's Thursday. So, anyways, um, so if you look at the news, if you look at the reality TV, if you look at the robberies, the fires, the terrorist attacks, the economy, the Mr. Don, you know, the, the, the Trump, um, thump, I'm sorry, Trump, uh, internet trolls, nagging coworkers, all that stuff, the angry individuals in public, on public transportation, blah, 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 blah. Just yesterday, guys, I got a message. It was, of course, on this one thing. And this lady was extremely rude and extremely racist. And so I forgot what she said in the very beginning, but she said, um, you look like a smug. And I didn't know what she was trying to say at the beginning. I thought she was, I thought she was trying to use it in a different way. And then she said something else after that. And I should have jumped on her and just completely deleted it after that. And then she said, can you translate something for me into Gullah? And I'm like, what the hell is Gullah? And she put ha with the exclamation mark. And then I looked up on Google what Gullah was. And it was something completely racist, like a South Carolina something. I don't know. But it was extremely racist. And I'm like, of course, I hurry up and message back. And I said, you know what? Block. But you know what? See, in the past, I would have something, a very racist message like that. Of course, she's Thai, as always. I would have a very racist message like that dictate my entire day and probably my entire week. And then I would go online and say, oh, Thai women this. They're very racist and this and that. But however, that was only one. Out of the very nice 30 I met. So, guys, you're going to get your losses. Not even losses. You're going to have a comment spewed at you in any shape or form. Someone's going to call you fat. Someone's going to gossip about you. Someone's going to say something about you. You have no relativi- relativity to whatever they're saying. And whatever they're saying is none of your goddamn business either. So, guys, garbage in, garbage out. Just let it go. Because you know what? Yesterday, I got on the elevator when I went to work. And there was a smiling, beautiful young individual that was just standing there just looking at me. I got on, and then I walked out of the elevator, and someone was coming in right behind me. Uh, someone was coming out right behind me, and I was like, oh, held the door open, looked at it. It was an American. He looked like Mexican, Jamaican, and African-American with dreads. He added like a, a nice little tag on, so I'm guessing he was a teacher at an international school. Uh, behind him was another uh, American or something like that. I came outside, probably 100 steps out going up to the Sky Train. There was a security guard, and he started joking with me, saying, you owe me a seven-bot water because I helped you with something. Seven bots, like 25 cents. So I was like, hey, I got you next week. And I kept saying next week, too. I got to give him that water today. I get into the BTS. Everyone's looking at me because like, wow, he's very well-dressed. So I'm not going to let one foolish racist trump everything beautiful that happened yesterday. Garbage in, garbage out. Stay away from all a useless information that's not suit. It just does not suit you whatsoever. 
I cannot stress that enough. You know what sucks right now? I just realized that I'm not even talking on the Yeti microphone. I'm talking on my built-in microphone. That's why I don't sound good. Okay, guys, that's what... <laughs> this happened for the second time. Damn it. You know what? Because I'm looking at the screen right now, and it says built-in microphone, built-in microphone. That's why there is an echo. And then it says built-out, built-in output. Holy God. Okay, guys, I do apologize for this one. I'm going to switch it up uh, immediately. Right following this, so basically the scheduled podcast probably for tomorrow morning uh, and going in through the weekend and whatever I get done today, that's going to be available, okay? In uh, with, you know, me using my microphone. No wonder the gauge is going up sporadically. Okay, so anyways, we're not even going to let that dictate me. So, associations, the people you spend time with, okay? I just luckily just reunited with one of my fellow uh, fellow Samaritans gonna have a nice little drink with him take up this restaurant on their offer because i complained about you know them having terrible thai service you know thai service is really bad but they just newly opened two weeks ago they had beautiful service now they have bad service and he's like hey if you come in again pint of beer on me and i'm like oh wow well you know what if you know one of my colleagues actually come uh i could shout him that pint of beer and i could grab something we could eat chicken and we're all good so take him up on that offer that's those are the people i spend time with so of course i'm gonna sit there and be like dude what would you do and this and that this is what i got going on and this and that and this and that and then after that i'm gonna take him to a place where there's gonna be a big opportunity for him see you always got it's always about giving so if i said hey Nils, if he's gonna come all the way down from that side of town i gotta give him something it's gonna be a big opportunity you see what I mean? See, man, that's how I do. See, I love, I just love giving. See, I spend time with some of the best people. No time wasters. No people who are just going to sit there and nag and do this and do that. See, Friday night, got one of my friends coming over. We're going to watch a mystery movie. I love watching this one uh, by the name of Identity. We're going to watch that movie. We're going to eat some carbonara, carbonara. I'm going to make some carbonara from scratch. Yes, I use the eggs, the cheese, the this, the that. I am a beast. That's Friday. Saturday, busy. Sunday, oh, we got all kinds of things. So it's all about who you spend time with. Spend time with people who are going to help you. I cannot stress that enough in your environment. Now, I'm going to tell you right now. um, The environment means everything in the world, okay? But you're going to have to block things out. (sighs) Another example. Now, just before that comment I got from that whoever that person was, um... There's a person that I work with, and she goes there. She does her thing. Uh, let's just say the cleaning lady, right? And I remember I went into my room. It was boiling hot. And I was like, hey, the room is really hot. And then she got angry. She's like, well, the other teacher is very cold, and his student's cold. And I was like, so what about me? Rude as hell. And then after that, I said, okay, for the duration of my stay here, you will not get a hello, a nothing from me ever. I just don't, and that's the environment I work in, see, but I block everything out. People don't exist to me there. I'm there only because, of course, I get myself a nice little salary, and I block everything out. I'm on the move. I got things I need to do. I got business acquisitions. I got people I need to talk to about, uh, my, you know, my website and this and that. I go there solely because I only have three months left there, and that is the end. See, the environment, guys... If you have to sit now, I don't have to stay there. If it was so unbearable, which it was like probably a few weeks ago, and I almost quit. I'm glad I didn't because that other pathetic language center who I'm going to make a video on today. No, not the language center, but on the crazy thought I have. So stay tuned on my YouTube, guys, the Arsenio Buck I got a very interesting video coming up um, and it's all about thoughts. Dominant thought than the crazy thought. 
oh, I'm out to take these folks down. I'm going to become the Titan. I'm going to beat everyone out. I'm so excited about it because yesterday I never had this amount of ideas in one day ever. I'm telling you, man, January 2018, two weeks into this new year, it's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Oh, my. But anyways, so guys, my environment. I work with people who don't give a damn. I work with people who do not care about me, my own pockets, this and that. But I'm only there for three more months and I'm never going to see him again, uh, see him again. So I'm not going to talk about that anymore. It doesn't matter. And so, of course, with um, what is it with uh, all the things that have happened in November? It's over. I'm finished with that. I know I got to create a lesson plan this morning and I need to send it to another country. I know I did a video interview, and that's for a potential stay in this guy. I got things happening. This place I'm at right now, I'm going to be putting in that 30-day notice extremely soon. And, of course, when my my, my uh, visa and everything ends, I'm finished with that place. And from there on out, I probably might be – I might leave. I might stay. I don't know. But I don't really care about that. I'm in a daytime compartment right now. But the environment, you're going to work with people that you do not like. And you know what? Oh, I got to bring up this story. I love this. I got a wonderful, magnificently wonderful student by the name of Kim Kim. I love her. Now, what I love so much about her, she's turning 17 next year. It's crazy. You guys are like, what? She's as tall as me, and she has a 30-year-old mindset. She is a beast. And so she has her own little Instagram thing where she gets like 4,000 to 5,000 likes per page, non-paid, all organic. It's called Mike on Studies, right? And so she does... um, she does a lot of stationary stuff. She wants to make a lot of stationary products. And she told me yesterday, she was like, listen, I'm going to get my bachelor's degree. And she's getting her BA at the age of 18 in Singapore. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, yeah, after that, I don't like school. What's school going to do for me? And I'm like, I, I absolutely agree. I think universities are BS anyways. And she's like, I want to hurry up and get into this entrepreneurship and get my business going with my con studies. And I was like, listen, I don't know if there are relatable business courses out that out there or entrepreneurships out there in Singapore. You don't want to take a course here in Thailand because entrepreneurship in Thailand is completely different from the rest of the world. You need to take a I'm not saying you need to, but if you you need to come up with a business map. Not a business plan for the next 5 years because anything can change a business map. And you need to start writing down stuff. What are you going to sell at your stationery? How are you going to create everything? Are you going to hire Cambodians? Are you going to hire the Miramis? The, the, the Cambodians, the Miramis. <laughs> I meant to say Burmese, but I put Myanmar with there, so I said Miramis. That was beautiful. Or what are you going to do? Are you going to, um, you need to write everything down. What kind of products are you going to be selling? Are you going to make videos? You're going to have to make a podcast and videos with that. You're going to have to develop a website. You're going to have to hire a graphic designer to figure everything out so they could, they could, uh, you know, people will be able to make purchases online. You could have to make an Instagram, a Facebook page. You're going to have to make all of that. And she's like, well, you know, sometimes I'm really lazy. I'm like, you're going to have to biohack your mind just like I did. Because you know what? Me waking up on fire every day as I do, it didn't come, um, you know, from the fact that. You know, I just woke up and I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm going to do this and do that. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I literally had to realize that whatever and everything I was doing right now was not suitable for me any longer. All the habits, all the behaviors, everything. 
And so I'm really excited about her. I'm guessing like by the age of 21, 22, she will be a multimillionaire. And I said this two years ago, too, and it's so exciting, man, because I'm like, dude, I had the special privilege of teaching what's going to be soon this very, very famous person. So I'm going to have to message her and send her a list of all the things she needs to do, but she's going to have to start developing the habits, get into the meditation, get into a routine. Because I'm like, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? Sleep. I'm like, okay, so you wake up to go back to sleep? That's all kind of fun. And, you know, she's 16. You know, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about anything at, in, when I was in uh, back in 2004. But in order to attain a lot of this, you're going to have to disrupt everything in your life. Disrupt it. And start kicking things out. Face what isn't working. The relationship, the this, the that. The people you're around, the environment you're in, get the hell out of it. See, the environment I was in just, what was it, a few what was it a few weeks ago? Guys, it was a racist environment. Every time I walked out, every time I walked by the university students, they would, you know what? They would hurry up. They would glance at me and they would hurry up and look away until they pass me and keep looking for it. Oh, a lot of people would say, oh, because they're shy to look at you. No, but I just saw them look, of course, at the white, you know, blonde hair, blue eye guy just right in front of me and they smiled at him. So what the hell is it? What the hell is it? The people didn't hold the elevator open. The people didn't do this. They didn't hold the door open. They, they, man, it is a, it was a disgusting environment. Now I live in an environment where I'm primed for success. Get the hell out of that nasty-ass neighborhood you're living in, bomb. Hey, gots to say it. Yeah, gots to say it. So, whoo, guys, that was a rundown. That was a tw- Man, these podcasts are getting longer and longer. My bad. Um, so I hope I covered everything. Associations, the people I spend time with, the the environment, what I feed my mind. I went over all three. We're going to get into Don't Drink Dirty Water tomorrow. That's going to be a more relatively short podcast, and that will definitely be scheduled so I can uh, focus on more things in the morning. So, guys, with that being said, if you got any questions, let me know. And until then, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, as always, Mr. Arsenio, over and out.